Well, hello and welcome to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark and thank you for joining us again. We try to carve out some little niches of jazz history for you on these podcasts. I hope you're enjoying them. If you'd like to be our sponsor, we're always looking for sponsors. Please take a look at the browser wherever you happen to be listening to the Jazz Focus. Our home is actually on anchor.fm, but you can catch these broadcasts on all kinds of uh, podcast platforms, Apple Music and uh, uh, Spotify, many others as well. But if you'd like to sponsor us, we'd love to have some more members of the family. And what other podcast would bring you music like we have today? We're actually going to be focusing on several bands led by a fellow named Marty Gross, who is still with us as of this broadcast. He's 91 years old. He was born in 1930 in Berlin, Germany. He was the son, or is the son, of George Gross, the noted uh, artist. And he is an artist himself, in addition to being a musician. So Marty Gross grew up, uh, I think, just outside of New York City, but he found his way to Chicago uh, uh, by his early 20s, and by about 1951-52, he was making recordings in Chicago with people like Art Hodes, also some of his own recordings. He was a, a, a kind of a, of a pusher in the Eddie Condon mold of uh, bringing musicians together and creating opportunities for them. He played um, guitar, four-string guitar, and banjo at the time, and uh, started singing as well. And of course, today he's known as a band leader and singer and guitar player and all of the above and much more besides. But we're going to hear some of the early recordings that he put together in Chicago from about 1957 until 1961. And he did uh, quite a few uh, uh, albums and and, um, uh, 45s and things like that at the time. He made his first recordings, I think, in about 1951. I do not have those. I'm looking for them. Perhaps for a future podcast, we'll be listening to those. Today, we're going to be listening to the fruits of uh, an album that he made called Hooray for Bix for Riverside Records. We're going to hear a little bit from a a session that I think was put together as a rehearsal for that uh, album. And we're going to hear some unreleased sides, uh, unreleased at the time anyway, from 1961 that uh, served as the the reclamation of the uh, legendary trumpet player from the 1920s, Jabbo Smith. This was supposed to have launched him back into the music biz, but no one ever heard these records at the time, and they uh, ended up languishing in someone's collection. I don't think they came out until the early 80s. Um, Jabba was still alive. He actually came back uh, to prominence in the mid-70s, starting to play again after many, many years of uh, non-musical activity, and uh, starred in One Mo' Time, the the stage show, and also started making recordings with other bands. But this is one little uh, brief flowering between his golden days of the late 1920s and early 30s, and uh, that uh, twilight of his career in the 1970s and 80s. And this is from 1961. We're actually going to start with a few of those sides. This came out uh, on an album uh, called, I don't even remember what the album was called, but it came out in about 1982. There was two albums, and they released everything that they had uh, recorded from these sessions, and mostly they were breakdowns and false starts and and rehearsal takes. You can actually hear Jabbo directing um, the band on how to play certain numbers and uh, introductions and things like that. It's very interesting from that perspective, but uh, I've called out four of the what I think of as the best tunes, uh, from the first session anyway. I'm going to leave the second session till another podcast. So this first session was done in Chicago on June 3rd of 1961. 
And in addition to Jabbo Smith playing trumpet and singing a little bit and scatting, we have, of course, Marty Gross on guitar, Art Grunwall on piano. Art Grunwall was a, a, a noted uh, pianist from that period in Chicago. He's actually uh, can be heard on some of the recordings I put on a very early podcast I did about the Gold Coast Jazz Band. He was in that band. We have Bob Saltmarsh on drums. John Dengler on bass sax, an exceptionally good bass saxophone player, and Frank Chase on clarinet. Frank Chase was a uh, a very uh, unusual clarinet player. At first blush, he sounds like he's imitating Pee Wee Russell, and I guess to some degree he was influenced uh, by Pee Wee to a point where he actually did start to sound like him, but he had his own thing going as well. He had a very uh, unusual melodic sense in a different way, unusual from Pee Wee, and uh, he also had a very nice sound too. So we're going to be hearing some Frank Chase. There's a lot more Frank Chase in our future on the Jazz Focus. So the four tunes that we're going to hear are the uh, final takes or the only complete takes of I Would Do Anything For You, These Foolish Things, Keeping Out of Mischief Now, and Rosetta. And so we're going to uh, start with those four and see how we do. I might stick another one in, but I think probably we'll move on after that. So this is uh, Jabbo Smith with uh, this Marty Gross group. That These were all uh, white musicians who kind of hovered around uh, Marty Gross's orbit at the time. This was not too long, I think, before uh, Gross uh, came back to New York and started uh, playing there on a regular basis. So those are our tunes. I would do anything for you. These foolish things, keep it out of mischief now, and Rosetta.
E flat on on the
Jabbo Smith Band, I guess, uh, led by Marty Gross, organized by Marty Gross, and featuring Jabbo Smith, who, of course, had made all those wonderful recordings in the 1920s with his rhythm aces. We heard a few of those on a podcast we did about Omer Simeon, who was uh, featured on quite a few of those records. We may play some of the others uh, on a podcast coming up. Jabbo recorded with uh, Fats Waller and James P. Johnson, did four sides there. He did four sides with Duke Ellington's band. He did four sides under his own name in the 1930s. And then, as I said, came back to uh, prominence, such as it was in the 1970s and 80s. So that was Jabbo Smith. Still in remarkably good form in 1961, especially given the fact that he hadn't been playing. He had, uh, after his music career had kind of petered out by the mid-40s, he w- went to work selling uh, or renting cars, I guess. He was working for a rental, a car rental uh, company in Milwaukee, and he was there for 15 or 20 years before this session, and then this session failed to ignite his career, so he went back to Milwaukee and stayed there for another 10, 12 years before he actually started playing out again. So we started out with, I would do anything for you, followed by these foolish things, keeping out of mischief now, and Rosetta. And you could hear those arrangements. They were even talking about it during the tunes and before and after. But those were the most completely realized takes of those tunes. And uh, John Dengler on bass sax is quite a revelation. He was born uh, in the 1920s, I think in 19... um, 27 in in Pennsylvania. Uh, He went to Princeton, played some jazz there. He had several careers outside of music, but by the 1950s and 60s, he was playing quite frequently. Not only bass sax, but he was playing clarinet, trumpet, piano. He was quite a a, uh, multi-instrumentalist. The other session that we're not hearing from today on this Jabbo Smith uh, tribute, I guess, features Big Mike McKendrick on guitar, along with Marty Gross and Whitey Mitchell on either drums or bass. There's a little bit of question as to the um, uh, instrumentation on that. And the CD I took this from uh, was from, uh, I'm not even sure what the label is, Lone Hill Jazz. And it's pretty remarkable in how many mistakes it makes in the notes. It refers to Frank Chase as Fred Chase, says the recordings were made in June, and the track listing and personnel is completely wrong on the back. I had to sort of go back and extrapolate that. Anyway, we heard some excellent Frank Chase as well on clarinet and some wonderful rhythm playing by Marty Gross. So we're going to hear uh, some tunes that Marty Gross did now in July of 1957. I don't know if these were released or not at the time. These were, I think, just rehearsal takes for the Hooray for Bix album that we'll be talking about in a little while. These came out on a Ristic CD in the 1980s. I don't know where I got this. I, I think I have it on a cassette someplace, and I uh, the quality wasn't too bad, so we're going to listen to a little bit of it now. I actually picked tunes that did not end up on the Hooray for Bix um album, so we'll have some differences there. We're going to have three tunes from this session. We're going to start out with a uh, tune associated often with Fats Waller called The Panic Is On, featuring a Marty Gross vocal. He was singing uh, as of the mid to late 50s, and uh, this was a tune he re-recorded with Soprano Summit many years later. So we're going to hear that, then we're going to hear the Mean Old Bedbug Blues, done in the style of the Rhythm Makers. We've heard those on a podcast, and Billy Banks, the vocalist on that. And uh, here, Marty Gross does his Billy Banks best for us. And then we're going to finish up that little section with a tune called No Lovers Allowed. And this is Marty Gross' Honoris Causa Jazz Band, and uh, sort of taking its its name from the, the Latin of the Bud Freeman Summa Cum Laude Jazz Band and so forth. We're going to hear Frank Chase again on clarinet. Bob Mitchell plays clarinet and alto sax. 
Bob Skiver plays tenor sax. He was kind of a legendary figure among these white musicians in Chicago in the 1950s. Marty Gross on guitar and vocals, Sy Nelson on bass, and Bob Saltmarsh on drums. All of these musicians were, I guess, roughly the same age. Some of them came from different places, uh, but they ended up in Chicago playing traditional jazz in the 1950s. And these uh, uh, sides are interesting because they were not done by uh, the young white musicians who we think of as being the Chicago staples at the time, the, the fellows who ended up uh, defining the original Salty Dogs. These, this is a completely different cast of characters and some very interesting musicians, especially Chase and Bob Skiver. So those three tunes will feature that band. Uh, I believe Bill Price uh, makes an appearance on trumpet as well, and if we hear any tuba, that'll be John Dengler. Then we're going to jump into the Hooray for Bix album after that. We're going to hear um, uh, two tunes uh, to finish off that set, beginning with the Hooray for Bix album. We're going to hear Wa Da Da, co-composed by Harry Barris and Bing Crosby, and finish that one up with My Pet, which is a nice dance band arrangement. These arrangements on this album were done by either Marty Gross or the cornet player, Carl Halen, who is a, uh, an outstanding Bix type of soloist on cornet. He had a band called the Gin Bottle 7 in Cincinnati that um, recorded uh, several albums around the same time. Uh, the notes to this uh, album, which came out on Riverside, uh, are quite interesting to begin with because they're written by Joe Marini, the clarinet player, and very well done. So in addition to those musicians, Carl Halen and Marty Gross, we're also going to hear Turk Santos playing second cornet on My Pet and another one a little bit later on. We're going to hear um, Harry Budd on trombone, Frank Chase on clarinet and baritone sax, Bob Skiver on tenor sax and clarinet, Tut Soper on piano. He was an interesting piano player. We may end up doing a podcast just on Tut Soper coming up. Marty Gross, Chuck Nielsen on bass, and Pepper Boggs on drums. These were recorded, as the notes say, in Yellow Springs, Ohio in December of 1957. So remembering the uh, rehearsal take came from about five, six months before that. So... As I said, we were going to hear Wa Da Da and My Pet. So our five tunes on this set are The Panic Is On, Mean Old Bedbug Blues, No Lovers Allowed, Wa Da Da, and My Pet. Thank you. 
walk the lanes we took when life was alive Cause all around I see the sweethearts kiss in the dark till you return I wish they'd hang a sign in every part No lovers allowed I used to love the movies, now I just hate to go Cause every movie, Juliet has her rodeo Till you return, I wish they'd hang a sign at every show No lovers allowed Lovers have dates, birds have their mates Even the bears, wander in pairs Monks in the zoos, traveling too But I'm just singing the blues It isn't quite so bad when it's a bright afternoon But when the night descends and lovers start in the room I wish they'd paint a sign and hang it right up on the moon No lovers allowed
So that was Marty Gross's Honoris Causa Jazz Band. We started out with three tunes from that rehearsal session. Very uh, low fidelity, as they say, but some pretty good music on there. We started out with the Panic Is On, followed by Mean Old Bedbug Blues and No Lovers Allowed, all featuring vocals by Marty Gross. Uh, he only took two on the Hooray for Bix album, so I wanted to put in a couple more. Uh, we heard some very, very good clarinet playing by Frank Chase. Uh, Bob Mitchell was on clarinet and alto sax. Heard a little bit of alto, I think, on um, Mean Old Bedbug Blues. And then Bob Skyver on tenor sax, uh, of whom more on the Bix album coming up. Marty Gross was on guitar and vocal, Cy Nelson on bass, and Bob Saltmarsh on drums. Those were from July of 1957. And that led us into the uh, Hooray for Bix album, and much better quality. This was done for um, Riverside Records, which was doing quite a lot of traditional jazz and uh, uh, recreative jazz, I guess we'd have to say, in the 1950s. This was from December of 1957, and we heard two tunes to start us out with. We heard Wada Da, which had been recorded by Bix and his gang, and then My Pet, uh, which almost recreated the stock arrangement. A lot of good playing in there. And as I said, the arrangements were done either by Marty Gross or uh, Carl Halen, or both of them. Carl Halen was featured quite a bit, as you might expect, since he was playing cornet on a Bix Beiderbeck album. Uh, as I said, he recorded with his own Gin Bottle 7 and um, uh, quite a few other, other bands. He lived into... Uh, into the 2000s, I believe. I think he died about 2012, and he was still playing up until, I think, close to the end. So we heard him featured quite a bit. Turk Santos played second cornet on My Pet. We heard Harry Budd doing some very good trombone solos, more Frank Chase on clarinet, and some baritone sax in the ensemble. We might hear him a little bit coming up. Actually, we will hear him coming up in the next set playing baritone sax. Bob Skyver uh, playing excellent tenor sax, especially on My Pet. That was kind of his feature. Uh, Tut Soper on piano, Marty Groza on guitar, and Chuck Nielsen on bass, and uh, Pepper Boggs on drums. I'm not sure if, to be honest with you, I was saying Cy Nelson was the bass player on the other. Um, there was some question as to his name. I wonder if it might have been Bob or Chuck Nielsen. might have been the same person playing bass on both. Very possible. Anyway, those were recorded in Yellow Springs, Ohio in December of 57. We're going to play another set for you of tunes from that album. We're not going to play everything from that album, although it's all worth hearing, certainly. We're going to hear another dance band arrangement with the second cornet there, uh, Because My Baby Don't Mean Maybe Now, featuring uh, Marty Gross on vocals. Then we're going to hear For No Reason at All in C, which was a, a recording by uh, a trio, Eddie Lang, Frank Trumbauer, and Bix Beiderbeck on piano, with a little bit of cornet thrown in at the end. And this is a scored-out version of that featuring the whole band. After that, we're going to hear Sorry, uh, a howdy quicksell tune that uh, doesn't really attempt to recreate uh, the Bix and his gang recording. It just treats it as an excellent tune. Then we will hear Crying All Day by Frank Trumbauer and Chauncey Morehouse. This was kind of an attempt to uh, recreate Singing the Blues. It has the same feel, a lot of the same uh, chord changes, and it starts out with a saxophone solo. It really it obviously was trying to uh, get a little bit more mileage out of the success of that recording at the time. Plus, of course, a wonderful cornet solo. And this is done much in the same way by Marty Gross. Then we're going to finish up with another Marty Gross vocal in a, a very... Uh, evolved arrangement of Walter Donaldson's song, Changes. And that will finish up our salute to Marty Gross and the Honoris Causa Jazz Band. So those are our tunes for this set. Because My Baby Don't Mean Maybe Now, For No Reason at All in C, Sorry, Crying All Day, and Changes. <laughs> ¶¶ 
birds are singing merrily. The sun is shining peacefully because my baby don't mean maybe now. When the preacher questions me, I'll say yes sir, yes siree, because my baby don't mean maybe now. I just got a little letter just yesterday. I feel a little better and so I'll say Life is short and mighty sweet But I know mine is quite complete Because my baby don't mean baby now
harmony he starts to see and changes to D. He's messing around most any old key. What's that here, that minor strain? That's it, there it goes again. There's so many babies he can't squeeze, but he's always changing those. There we have it. Marty Grossen is on Aris Casa Jazz Band, featuring Frank Chase on clarinet and Bob Skyver on tenor sax, Harry Budd on trombone, of course, Carl Halen on cornet, marvelous cornet player, uh, Tut Soper on piano, Marty Grossen on guitar and vocals, Chuck Nielsen on bass, and Pepper Boggs on drums. From 1957, the album Hooray for Bix. And we heard on that set, Because My Baby Won't, uh, Don't Mean Maybe Now, For No Reason at All in C, Sorry, Crying All Day, and we finished up with Changes. All tunes recorded by Bix Beiderbeck with various groups, whether Frankie Trombauer and his orchestra, Bix and his gang, or the Paul Whiteman Band. And uh, some interesting music, and from a, from a second, actually a third generation of jazz players uh, after the original. So, hope you enjoyed this program. My name is John Clark. You've been listening to the Jazz Focus. Once again, we have some sponsorship availabilities if you are so inclined. And we have lots more programs coming up as well. I think we're up to about 150 now on the station and lots more in the pipeline as well. So, hope you're enjoying these and uh, feel free to contact me on my social media. My band name is Wolverine Jazz Band. WolverineJazzBand.net and the Wolverine Jazz Band on Facebook and Instagram much and see you on the other side.